Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Loving This Life special series called Advocating for Athletes. I wanted to take just a second to kind of just share what this entire series is about, why I did it, and just kind of what to expect because it, it can be and is some very heavy conversations. So I thought I'd take a second to just really share a little bit about it and provide some overall insight to what you can expect in the next four episodes. Obviously, most of you know my name's Abby Hillis. I'm the host of the Loving This Life podcast. I started this podcast right after I founded 12th Women, which is an advocacy group that we demanded change at a national and a collegiate level at Texas A&M. Once I went through that entire process and advocating for all of that in the summer of 2018, I decided I didn't want my assault to be what defined me. So I started the Loving This Life podcast to be a platform where anyone who's going through any hardships in life can learn that they write their own story and they have the ability to uh, be known for whatever they want to be known for. And they have the ability to be happy and to use these negative and traumatic instances in their life as a way to make them better and stronger. And so that's pretty much what the podcast is. Now, this specific series called Advocating for Athletes comes from a completely different perspective. I wanted to share my story of just what it was like for me to be an athlete all the way through my entire assault and what happened there and just share my unique connections between Texas A&M and USA Gymnastics and my involvement as a coach and an athlete and all of these different things. And I didn't quite know how to do it. And then uh, as life would have it and God would have it, all of the people who wanted to be a guest and wanted to do this came on and we just put this entire project and series together. So it kind of happened where it was this tiny little project that I was working on that's turned into so much more. So that's kind of how we got to where we are. Um, my hope is that this series provides insight into the issues that athletes and coaches face in competitive sports by bringing on guests who shed light on their personal experiences with gymnastics, athletes, coaches, and governing bodies such as USA Gymnastics. Ultimately, this series addresses the fact that we as a society must change our entire culture around athletes, emotional and physical abuse, and sexual assault, and address the first steps we need to take toward making effective change. So you're going to hear stories from all different perspectives, from all of the different guests, and my goal is that from hearing all of these perspectives and different guests, it provides an entire encompassing perspective from all perspectives and how this truly is something that needs to be taken care of and changed immediately. And there's a lot of different people that can speak up to make that change happen. It's not just on the athletes or the parents, but it's also the coaches. And there's education that we can you know, provide that can help. That's pretty much what this series is about. Obviously, with my involvement with the 12th Woman, advocating for survivors is a big part for me. And with the Nasser case with USA Gymnastics and the USOC, I've become very passionate about, you know, just really standing up and advocating for athletes in general, especially with the sport of gymnastics. And through all of that advocacy, I've also come across this incredible organization called Texas Advocacy Project. And, you know, when I talk about all of these things kind of falling into place, TAP is one of them. I got connected with them earlier this year. 
in 2020, and they ended up wanting to sponsor this entire podcast series. And it's just been incredible to be involved with such an awesome organization. Together, we've actually created a spot on their website to be able to, to donate to their organization that provides free legal services for survivors. And so you can do that. If you want to do it in a survivor's name, you can, but you can also just donate to their organization because it's an incredible organization. They have tons of attorneys on staff that provide free legal services. And it's just, it's what survivors need to be able to stand a chance in holding people responsible. So I love what they do. And I've been so fortunate to come across them and It's just been really cool how this whole project's come together. I did want to let you guys know some of the sound quality on these episodes are not my typical great sound quality. It's been recorded in the middle of quarantine, which means most of these episodes were recorded over Zoom. So the way that Zoom records sometimes if someone's talking over the other person, it only picks up one of those people. So you'll kind of hear that in a couple of the episodes in I know it's not the best quality, but I just wanted to prepare you guys for that and apologize in advance. But, you know, COVID-19 happened and here we are. And recording episodes became a digital thing instead of an in-person thing. Regardless, there's some awesome content in these episodes. To break it down, episode one starts with me. Um, I have my friend who helped me found 12th Woman, Megan Ramirez. She comes on and she also has her own survivor story from Texas A&M. And I asked her to host me because I needed to have someone to talk to when I was sharing my story. The thought of recording to a computer screen some of my most vulnerable stories of my life was just really hard. And I asked her to be the host on my podcast and then went back and re-listened to the episode and realized I still did most of the talking. So it's kind of like, wait, did she really host you or not? And so I just wanted to share... I needed her to be there to respond to me, even though y'all couldn't see her responses and her head nods and to just have someone there to walk through telling my story with me because it just wasn't something that I wanted to do alone. And she also shares just and we talked together about the 12th woman and and our involvement with that and just how the gymnastics world kind of went full circle back with the 12th woman stuff, even though I don't know, it's just it's crazy. And you guys will have to take a listen. I also want to explain my why. I'm not just doing this to be a whistleblower. I'm not just doing this to get attention. And I know a lot of the haters are going to say that. I put this series together because I firmly believe that by speaking out and demanding change, we will get change. And I saw that with the 12th woman. And although we didn't get the change, all of the change that we wanted, we got a lot of change. And I think we'll continue to get change as the years go on. But I did this because I want athletes to feel like they have a voice. I want parents to know that it's okay to stand up for their athlete. I want coaches to know that it's okay to be a mentor to an athlete and to treat them with love and respect. And you don't have to be a hard ass to be a good coach. And that's a lot of the environment surrounding the competitive athlete world, especially gymnastics. So I didn't I didn't want to just quit and and stop at 12th woman. I wanted to keep going because I believe there's still more good that needs to happen in this world and change in this world. And I believe that I have a platform that people listen to and people need to be heard. So this was a chance for not just myself, but a lot of other people to share their story. The coolest thing I think about episode one and the the different stories I share is that 
I'm an example of an everyday athlete. So a lot of the stuff that we've seen on the news is a lot more geared towards the Olympians and the elite athletes that, you know, were just high profile, high level. And I wanted to be able to share that a large portion of the problem that's wrong with just the culture in gymnastics and competitive sports is really with the everyday athlete. There's a lot of change that hasn't happened on the club level where gymnasts go and work out every single day, 25, 30 hours a week. And so I wanted people to be able to understand that you didn't have to be an elite or an Olympian to have a story like some of them have shared, that it actually is way more common than people think. I wanted to, to bring relevancy to other athletes who maybe feel like they don't have a place to say anything because they weren't an elite or they weren't an Olympian, and they need to know that they do, and every story matters. I also wanted to take a second to share some of my favorite things about the sport. In the first episode, you'll hear a lot of negative stories, and I don't think I shed enough light on some of the amazing things that the sport of gymnastics gave me. You'll hear in the fourth episode, and I'll talk about that in just a second, but we talk about how gymnastics is one of the most rare sports that prepares you for life, like everything for life. It's not just about being good at a sport, but it's about learning impeccable time management, It's about learning tenacity and perseverance. And, you know, Michelle in the fourth episode says we make great lawyers as gymnasts because we just don't quit. We don't give up. We keep going. We keep pushing. I think it probably has a lot to do why I'm so big into advocacy is because I just don't want to stop. Gymnastics taught you how to face a challenge and to get over it and push past it, to face a fear, to get over it and push past it. That's not something you learn every single day in life. And gymnastics does an incredible job of teaching you that. It also teaches you that you can do things that you didn't know you could do. When you learn a new skill, that feeling and anyone listening that was a gymnast knows that feeling, that that feeling when you've been scared to death and you've tried and tried to try to accomplish something in that skill and you just can't get it and can't get it. And then you get it and then you get consistent with it. That feeling of just knowing you did it and knowing that you trusted your body to do something new is just incredible. And I think that's an amazing thing that you learn as an athlete in gymnastics. And I think you learn that hard work in general just pays off, right? We're in there working out day in and day out, four to five hours a day, six days a week, sometimes seven. It's a lot of hard work, but we also learn that when you put a lot of hard work in, it pays off. And that's something that I've carried with me for the rest of my life. And I can't thank gymnastics enough for that. And lastly, one of the biggest things I'm thankful for was the sisters that I had through the sport of gymnastics. I'm one of five kids and my four other siblings are all brothers. So I never grew up with sisters. My teammates at the gym were my sisters. And still to this day, I stay in touch with all of them. When we see each other, it's like no time has passed at all. We still have this unconditional love for each other's like sisters would. And it was one of my favorite parts about the sport of gymnastics. You'll also, in episode one, kind of just hear me share my stories and share some of the things that I endured as an athlete. I also kind of tell bits and pieces about my assault and um, the advocacy work I did with 12th Woman, just what I feel like needs to happen going forward. I just really want athletes to feel like they have a voice. Then we transition a little bit in episode two. Adam Miller, who is an optional coach here in Austin, Texas, comes on and he provides insight on what it's like to be a coach right now in the sport of gymnastics. He's uh, outspokenly an advocate for coaching the right way and respecting athletes and gymnasts. 
And he shares a really specific story on the time that he chose to wear a ribbon at a meet and how he got reprimanded by other coaches for it. And it's just really interesting to see someone who's trying to advocate for gymnast as a coach, which a coach is a lot of the problem that we have, you know, the issues that he still faces and how much of a struggle it still is to get this change to happen in gymnastics. And so he does a great job of just sharing what we need to do and the solutions that we need to provide to change the culture of uh, adolescent athletes and what they endure. And then we switch perspectives again in episode three, and Mackenzie Wofford and her mother, Christy Wofford, come on and share their perspective of her involvement as a gymnast, but she was a high-level competitor. This girl was someone who was on uh, the national team. She was an elite gymnast. She traveled the, the world to represent USA Gymnastics at competitions. It was really emotional to kind of see her mom's perspective as a parent, just what she felt like she didn't do anything to help Mackenzie and how much she felt like there was so much fear surrounding standing up for her child because she was going to jeopardize her child's future. It just provides perspective on, you know, some people look at these athletes and they're like, how did the parents let that happen? And I think that episode three will really shed light on how it happens and why it was so scary to speak out. And I do want to note that in episode three, it might sound like a lot of things are not in chronological order. We were jumping all over the place with timing and everything of of incidences that happen. And I want everyone to know that the reason it seems like that is because so much of her memory was suppressed and we were trying to pull it out and same with her mom. And as we would talk, more things would come to light and we would go back to the beginning and revisit some certain, you know, memories that she had. And some of the situations were so bad and she suppressed those memories for so long that to bring them back up to the surface, sometimes they didn't fall in order. So if you feel like that's happening, there's a reason for that. And I just wanted you guys to know that. And lastly, we finish with the fourth episode with the attorney, Michelle Simpson-Tugel. She is a licensed attorney in the state of Texas and New York. She represented athletes um, against USA Gymnastics and the USOC in the Nasser case. She was also the first attorney to represent um, a victim in the Las Vegas shooting. She's been in trial. She's done a whole lot of things in her life, and she's really found her niche with uh, representing uh, survivors and advocating for them from the legal perspective. And she just drops so many bombs of knowledge on us, guys. She is a wealth of information. She explains what we have, what rights we have as survivors, whether it's in the athlete world or the collegiate world. And she just does an incredible job of explaining the legalities behind everything that that people are starting to speak out upon, whether it's in sports or just in everyday um, life, business, whatever. So that episode is just jam-packed with her experiences, what she's been a witness to, and what she feels like needs to happen on a legal perspective and a societal perspective to make change happen. So side note, Michelle and I actually ended up being on Zoom for over three and a half hours when we were recording that episode because she's just that cool of a person and took that much time out of her busy day and schedule to make this happen. And she feels really passionate about it. And I really appreciate it. She's a really awesome person. And I'm so excited that this series brought me to know her. A couple of last notes. I do want to remind everyone this can be some really tough information 
information and stories to take in. They can be triggering and it can be really deep and it can also bring some issues of your own past to light and maybe make you realize some things that you hadn't realized before when you do listen. And so I just want you to know that this can be triggering and to understand that and acknowledge that and to know to turn it off when it gets to be too much. Please know that if you need to take a break, you should. If you get that feeling, you should um, because, you know, some of this can be really tough to listen to. Lastly, I also want you guys to know that if you're someone that wants to share your story, whether you want to share it anonymously or um, with your name, I have created a page on lovingthislife.org for people to go in and share their story. And if you want to add at the end of your story that you want to have your story shared publicly, we can definitely make that happen. And I'm working on trying to figure out exactly what the aftermath of this entire series is going to look like and what some follow-up episodes we're going to do with it. But I do know that sharing stories in the masses is what really creates change. That's what we experienced at A&M. And I think on a much wider national level, we could do the same with USA Gymnastics by bringing all of our stories together. And then I want everyone to know that I do have a goal to raise at least $1,000 through the donation page that TAP put together specifically for the listeners of this podcast. So if you go to texasadvocacyproject.org backslash loving this life, you can actually go and donate either on behalf of a survivor that you know or you can just donate just to donate to the organization because of all of the great things that they're doing. And I would love that support. We're going to track all of the donations through that webpage, and I will be announcing how much we raise after this entire series is done. So I'm really excited to be partnering with them and the incredible organization that they are. I'm really excited to see where our partnership goes. Um, but that's basically the overview of this entire series. And I just wanted to set you guys up for what to expect and, and kind of just some certain things I wanted to make sure you knew before going in and listening to something that's a pretty heated and tough subject. So I hope you guys enjoy. Please let us know what you think. We're on social media at Loving This Life Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a website. You can go there. We have uh, shirts that say Loving This Life on them and clothing for kids and adults, men and women. And we're just really about putting more good into this world and making this world a better place. So enjoy, guys.